So here we go. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social. I'm your host as ever, Ross. I hope everyone has had a good week and survived the heat wave that hit UK on Monday and Tuesday. It's cooled down a little bit now. I hope everyone's enjoyed their week. Um, today, I'm joined by a Davidson, a.k.a. a trialist, uh, trademark Steve Wallace, uh, who's joining us this week as well. And good old Peachy, Chris Peach, uh, discuss all things town. Um, it's crazy to think this time next week, we'll be building up to the first League One game of the season. It's come very quickly. Uh, pre-season has been a full swing now. Uh, but I'm excited for the opening day against Bolton. Um, well, let's bring in our guest this week, starting off with Liam, who I met in good old Wimbledon, a very hot Wimbledon on Saturday. Um, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing? Yeah, thank you for having me on. Um, I hope I can do the trialist family some some good. So, yeah, thank you for having me on. It's a real good pleasure. Mate, yeah. You trialist one or trialist A? I don't know how we're going to say it. I think see, see how good I am. See what you want to give me for a grade. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good, my friend. And um, Steve, always a pleasure, my friend. How are you doing? Um, how is Devon at the moment? Uh, I'm doing well, Ross. Thank you. Um, I was going to say you caught the sun, yeah, which um, it's quite nice to see. Um, but it's been all right, yeah. It's quite hot. Um, cooled off the last couple of days. But uh, yeah, it's been nice. It's always nice in Devon when it's sunny. Indeed, my friend. Indeed, I'm looking forward to my trip down, down there um, for for town taking on Plymouth when we do play them. I'm sure that will be basically Steve Waller's derby, and that will be the day where we'll be speaking to you, getting ready for that one. Um, and the final man that is joining us this week is good old Peachy, who I had uh, to take on in five aside on Wednesday night um, at Goals and Itchwich. Uh, Peachy, how are you doing, my friend? You recovered a little bit from last night. Um, it takes more than a day to recover. Hello, everyone. By the way, hope we're all well. Um. Yeah, it's, again, it's it's good fun, the father side. It's a real good laugh, a bit of a giggle. It's always a little bit competitive. Some people make an arse of themselves, normally me. But also, I'm happy to survive the week that has been Armageddon, what it's felt like, like trying to sleep in 30-degree heat. It's just been bloody impossible. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to this, so let's get going. Indeed, my friend. And a uh, little little shout-out to listeners out there. If you fancy playing five side, get in contact with me at Ross Media UK. It's always good to get more numbers. If you're based in Ipswich and Suffolk, Peachy comes from Newmarket. We've had people come from London, had people come from Cambridge. So if you want to get involved, it's a bit too far for you, Steve, I have to say. <laughs> Devin, I'm, I'm, My yeah. side days are well gone, Ross. No, there's no, no commitment there. there. No commitment. No, no commitment <laughs> at all. Uh, but yeah, if you want to get involved, get in contact me. You all know my details at Ross Mini account on Twitter. And of course, if you want to get on the podcast, just like Liam, making his debut a trialist, get involved. Always good to get new faces and new people on the podcast. Well, let's get right into then. The Selena saga, we're dubbing it as, um, first at Selena. Liam, what's your thoughts on it all? Um, who's going to go to Stoke, then permit issues, then, you know, we've been interested in him. Um, Dijon, of course, he was never going to play for Dijon this season in, you know, second tier in France because of Manny, just Manny pretty much in France. Um, you know, French football is not great at the moment. Um, Turkey deals have gone off. Uh, what's your thoughts on the whole saga? This whole Selena gate has gone on for far too long, isn't it? I kind of was relieved the other day that I thought he was going to Turkey because then I thought, we know where we are. We know who we can, what players we've got, who we can bring in. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this carries on now till deadline day. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Probably not for us, but what do you guys think? Yeah, Steve, take it away. Um Great player on his day. You know, the goal against Crew is brilliant. He, you know, he had a great first loan spell. This, the last loan spell 
for me, sometimes he goes a bit missing, but when he does turn up, he does some amazing things. But what's your thoughts overall? Uh, I think if we hadn't made the marquee signing that we've all kind of been itching for, I don't think this would even be a story. Um, he is, last season, he was the marquee player to come in from Dijon. Um, not entirely convinced he wants to be here anyway. Um, not if you listen to his, it's his dad, isn't it, on Twitter, who likes to post just shit about him. Um, I wondered how long till we mentioned his dad. <laughs> Did well, bring it up first? <laughs> um, he's certainly got a few followers on the back of it, but um, I think it's just a lot of drama over nothing. I mean, I think we talked about this on the last pod I was on, whether you'd sign Selena or not. And I think I said, yes, um, I probably still would. Um, but the longer this drags on, if it goes to the end of the transfer window, all our eggs are in one basket then, um, which is a bit annoying. You kind of hope that Ashton McKenna would be looking at other targets, which they probably are, but just get it done. If he's going to go somewhere, just let him go. If he wants to go and play in front of 2000 people in Turkey, let him do it. Um, as far as I'm concerned, he's probably shot his uh, shot his boat. I think, yeah. Uh, if that's even a phrase, I don't think it is, is it? But... <laughs> don't ask me, mate. You know me. Oh, no, well, it's a good, like, one. So... It's a good one. Yeah, yeah must be a Devon saying. It is yeah. a Devon saying. Yeah, just yeah. made up. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Uh, well, Peachy, to round off this um, quick chat, I think that's all we need. Really, is we've we've yeah. had debates as we had Steve. We had a we had a chat about you know would you sign Selena a few weeks months back whenever we did it. Um, we've signed Marcus Harness, Peachy. So that maybe that's that position sorted in terms of you know that's that could be basically Burson Selena's replacement from last season. Uh, what's your current stance on it? Well, with the Selena thing, it's it's been like a bloody soap opera, hasn't it? It's like watching episode of bloody Cory. Preston knows, Stoke know, this Turkish team knows that Rangers are after him now, I think, or talks, but. Obviously, you get people, especially on social media, guessing like they know, oh, this is why he's not coming. We're not paying that. We're not offering this. But end of the day, I said, I think I tweeted a couple of weeks ago saying, look, I'd love to have Selena here. I think he's a brilliant player, but I wouldn't want to, you know, overpay the odds. Because if you're going to pay him more than other people in the squad, you could upset people as well. I say, I think he's a brilliant player. I'd have him back in a heartbeat. But if he doesn't sign, then I'm sure, like I say, Ashton McKenna got other targets who they're probably talking to now. But on the signing of Harness, that's to be honest, take one to pump these best players. <clears throat> that's a massive statement. And like it's gonna be good cover for Wes Burns if he plays on the right, but also he can play behind the striker or on the left, can't he? I think I've heard McKenna say. So all the signers we've made can all play multiple positions. I think it's it's more like a squad game, so it's been like this is my position. It's like no, I can play there, play there, play there, mix up during games. But yeah, just I'm not, like, like the guy said, I wish this Selena thing would end and just get on with it. But it's football. It'll probably rumble to the last day. You know it will. Yeah, it will do. It will do. Well, we'll end. Um, what's the, what's the cross the line? What's the sand thing? What's the phrase? You know what I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. Steve, you're muted, mate. You're muted, mate. <laughs> it's like I'm at work. Um, <laughs> I thought you were referring to my Devon saying that I've just made up. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But um, yeah. we're just going to we're just going to move on. And um, now we've got a feature this week, a little bit of a topic, and it is talking about the transfer window because everyone loves the sexy business, don't you? You love it. You do love it. Um, and I thought this is just a nice little round off the transfer window as a whole as a, as a fan in terms of, you know, what has been the most exciting transfer of all time as a town fan um, from when it got first rumoured, then reported, then you saw the player holding up his shirt, scarf or whatever in the building at Portman Road. So, Liam, take it away. Any player from any era you're watching town, what has been the most exciting signing? So, 
obviously, I can't say the obvious Giovanni Dos Santos, can I? Because he was only a lone player. <laughs> so that was the first one I thought of. So I'm not going to rule him out straight away. But for me, um, it was probably Marcus Stewart because he did it already at championship level and we paid three and a half million for him, which was a lot of the time and he proved it. Um, I did think of sort of a few more recently, sort of, sort of, for example, Jimmy Bullard. That was, I remember everyone got quite excited about that one. Um, in more recent years, um, I was quite happy about Christoph Bearer because he was a name. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're sort of my ones in more recent years. I don't know if you guys agree with me or what you guys think. Yeah, Bearer was the one where he was reanointing with Mick McCarthy. And, yeah, he's done it. And, you know, Premier League defender, really. He was still Premier League defender exactly, then, yeah. pretty much. And a free transfer, you know, I know that Mick McCarthy got a lot of slack sometimes, but those sort of signings were perfect because free transfer... Did a right from a couple of years, didn't he, Bearer? And, you know, I always liked him. He, he was in my, my favourite 11 because I just loved just, yeah, he would just kick it and lump it, you know, rock hard Scottishman who just loved to kick the ball and kick people, which I like to see. Um, before I go over to you, Stephen Peach, I just want to shout out to some of the KOA posse. I, I put it in our group chat. And um, Harvey Davis, Sweet Rust Prince, he um, it sort of <laughs> probably tells him his time supporting the club. He, he said James Norwood course in the first league one season of course i think some people were excited because he just scored loads of goals to tram me got him promoted so yeah I, think, I get why he was excited for that um ben diaf good old ben diaf um said finidi george um of course at the time i, uh, I did think finidi george but i didn't want to say it because he wasn't great was he? <laughs> but, uh, the name was out there and same with serini as well the names were great but the end product wasn't so good unfortunately yeah, of course, I've had an amazing Portman Road debut and um, then, of course, the goal against Sunderland. But, yeah, it's one of those things. Um, he also said Adrian Paz from the 90s. Um, of course, he was part of, oh, I think that was Peachy's. Yeah, Peachy, you can you can, you can can expand on it in a minute, mate. Um, of course, that was part of the deal with Tariko. And, of course, Tariko became the better player out of Paz. Paz just went back to where he came from, pretty much. Um, I hate to jump on then, Peach. I'll, I'll go over to Peachy first, Steve, before I go over to you. So, is Paz on your list? He's one of the yeah, <clears throat> few on the list. Like Paz was like that. Because it was was it 90, 94, 95 he signed, so I was still quite young, but it was like, oh, this Uruguayan random player signing for us. So he's like the first signing I remember, sort of as a kid, but he wasn't that good, was he? Bless him. Got the one goal against Liverpool, I think, then <laughs> left. Um it was um one I thought of, it <clears throat> it sort of worked out, but it didn't was Michael Chopra. I remember when we first got linked with him that he was <clears throat> such an informed striker in the championship. And like we get linked with him, so like, oh yeah, only one point five million. There's didn't know as a catch or anything. And I, and like I say, signed him. He scored two in his debut at Bristol. Thought absolutely fantastic sign again. And um, Jimmy Bullard as well. But the one that really sticks out for me was nineteen ninety eight. I think we originally signed him on loan. That was Jim Bajilton. And I think it was in that summer. It was always talk: will he sign? Will he not? And luckily, George Burley persuaded him. And um, to be honest, came one of my favourite midfielders behind, obviously, Matt Holland, who is God. Of course, of course. I'm just going to chuck out some more names before I go over to you, Steve, um, from other people. Um, Matt, Matt, a.k.a. Bono, he's also said Paz. Um, Val to be our saviour, he's put. Um, of course, Tariko was maybe more more that, as we mentioned. Um, let's see. John's also gone Serini, as um, as you said, Liam. Um, exciting, but didn't turn out as well as we were hoping to. Marcus Stewart, of obviously, a uh, big Homer Ryderson, and then also 
Um, Mark J, good old Jubstar. He's got three. He's top three. Marcus Stewart, Giovanni Dos Santos. You can you can include it. But then I was saying, we were speaking about this last night, weren't we, Peachy? Because we mentioned Giovanni Dos Santos. Of course, he was coming on loan from Spurs. Of course, was at Barcelona. But you just never know if loan players can work out. And of course, he was amazing. I mean, we're never going to sign him permanently. And then also he's mentioned David Norris. Good old David Norris. Because um, that was, I think we were, I think Jim and Jilton was wanting to sign him for a very long time. Um, but didn't there? And Chris Peachy, why have you put something on the chat? You put Frank <laughs> Newble. We're going to move on straight away from that. Good old Frank. Um, Love Frank Newble. Yeah, he was, he was a good lad, to be fair. Just not very good at football. Um, Steve, over to you, my friend. Yeah, a few before I give, I've got a left field signing. Um, you can tell my age when I tell you who it is. Um, I had a couple that you guys have mentioned. Panidi George, I thought was a stellar signing when we got him. Couldn't believe we got him with his background. Um, I'm, I'm on the same page um, with the sweet Welsh Prince, really, with Norwood. Um, banging goals in for Tranmere. We get cooking. Everyone's on cloud nine. Everyone thinks we're going to get promoted. Norwood's going to be the goal machine. Um, and for all the good things he did, there were some things he didn't do so well. That was a bit of a disappointment. Um, but the one I'm going to pick is, uh, again, showing my age. So back in 1989, any of you were alive in 1989? PG, well done. Oh, and Liam as well. Ross wasn't. Um, we signed uh, a Ukrainian uh, player called Sergei Baltacha. Um, signing from, I'll try and I'll try and for my Ukrainian friends say it right. Dinamo, uh, Dinamo Kiev um, for two hundred grand. Um, I went to his went to watch his debut. He scored against Stoke. My God, that player! He was just so good. That first game I ever saw him. Um, we were second division at that time, uh, just before we kind of went up. But he was top, top draw. Um, there wasn't any other razzmatazz around social media or anything like that. So it was kind of a bit left field signing when they got him. Uh, when I think it was um, Cobbold went out there with John Duncan, I think, to get him. But um, yeah, in some seedy hotel in in, uh, in in Russia. I've read the story this afternoon. But he was just top draw. Um, just didn't play for us enough. And also didn't play in his preferred position you know soviet union international played at euros played in world cups so yeah he was my he was the player that when they signed him i thought he's the one and interestingly the following year from that i actually went to russia um something some school trip and actually watched marseille versus spartak moscow um <laughs> in moscow um and i had a an ipswich hat which was half the ipswich badge and half a russian flag on it and all the Russian fans were like, this is the best thing in the world. Because they thought we were French and I had this Russian <laughs> hat on. So it's always been a memory of mine going to Moscow and watching that. Um, I think it's 120,000 people in that stadium. Um, so, wow. yeah. So about Thatcher's mine. I like that. I like that. Of course, I was, it was a running joke for a while. Of course, I, I said his name wrong. I called him Sergi Bolcher, and that came a running Bolcher. joke on the podcast. <laughs> Good old Sir guy. But, um, but I yeah. I think that... anyone got his name right when we signed him. So. Oh, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, because he was the first ever Soviet Union player to play in English football. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as you said, he, he was like played at a. He was actually a sweeper, weren't he? Or, he was a sweeper he just... for, um, for the Soviet Union. And I think they played him everywhere left back, centre back, midfield. Um, on the right, I think at some point, and they never played him a sweeper, um, which is odd. But he yeah. was just—he was like a Rolls Royce when you watched him play. Just brilliant, brilliant player. Top man as a top man as well. He really is a top man. Of course, um, 
his daughter became an unbelievable tennis star. Unfortunately, she passed away, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I think he, he was always still remembered at town because just, you know, even though he may not have the career at the club, he probably wanted to. It, you, you always just remember all name. You always, when you hear his name, you always remember. Even though I wasn't alive when he played for town, he's someone I just, yeah, always look back That on. makes me feel so old, Ross. Thank sorry. you. Sorry, I, I make everyone feel old. I'm sorry. I'll, there's going to be a time at some point. I'm sure there's going to be a young sniffer snapper out there somewhere who's going to make me feel old at some point. We'll wait and seal that day. I'll let you know when that day happens. Um, all right then, boys. Uh, any other names you want to chuck out before we move on to the strike? I, I suppose one other one for me, actually, was when we got linked and signed Martin Fulop. Mm-hmm. I really liked him as a goal. Did we ask where he got him from? Was he at Tottenham or Sunderland? Sunderland. I think. I think he was a youth player at Tottenham, weren't he? Or something. I remember we signed him. Like, I, was, I was quite like, you know, heard read a bit about him. Like, oh, I'm really excited about him. And he didn't have that bad a career with us, I didn't think. So he signed, you say, saying last night, he signed a three year deal and then like he, he only saved yeah, the year, didn't he? Yeah, I I, I'm looking now. He, yeah, he signed, yeah, okay, a two year deal, but then he left after one season. But I mm-hmm. think, yeah, just, I just one of those things. And he then went, of course, he went to West Brom. Um, and of course, sadly, he did die, didn't he? Um, at age, yeah, you was... know, young, very young age because of cancer. Um, but he's another, yeah, he was another just great good goalkeeper. You know, he was, he was at Sunderland, he said he was at Tottenham. Um, but yeah, he's always a you know, goalie that I always remember as well. And also, there's two other players. I remember when Majilton was in charge, when we re-signed two players, and that was Tommy Miller and mm. Pablo Cunhago. Is that, I was, yeah. That's what I was going to say when oh. he came back the second time. Yeah, that was my next point. Yeah, 100%. Fantastic. Yeah, sometimes, sadly, it, it shows Itchwich Town, sometimes the second time around isn't great. Um, you know, I think Tommy Miller at that stage, he was okay, weren't he? But... You know, it wasn't the best second spell. I think at the time it was very tradition, you know, a transition period, weren't it? You know, Pablo was just Pablo. You know, we love Pablo. Just, you know, everything he yeah. did was just amazing. Um, and yeah, he's always an exciting player. Um, okay, then, boys, that is it. Um, let us know, everybody, as well. Get in the comments down below your thoughts as well. What has been your most exciting town transfer? I'm sure maybe you've mentioned one of them, but if there's any other players, let us know. Be good to see. All right, then, boys, it's time for the strike. Liam, Steve, and Peachy go head to head. Who will be crowned this week's fan social strike champion so we've got five questions uh four questions plus a tiebreaker of course um and of course it's all around people who are celebrating their birthdays this week or just a new stories that broke this week and the first question is on tommy Orr. now he retired this week at the age of 30 and of course he had a, a very brief spell at town um because he got homesick but then i think he went he basically left the club but then went back to australia but then went to cyprus so I don't know. It's one of those things. It was a funny thing at the time. But yeah, Tommy Orr, he joined town from which Dutch club in 2015? Was it FC20, Hiroveen, or FC Utrecht? And uh, that, what this, to be fair, I was actually excited about this signing, to be fair, because it was doing really well in Holland. I think he got score goals. I think one was in the team of the year and stuff like that. And I thought, this is actually a really good signing by Mick McCarthy for once. And uh, yeah, it just didn't work out. He did play against Man United. Did score a goal, um, but then left, I think, after scoring that goal against Pompey in the FA Cup. Um, but there we go. All right, boys, what do you reckon then? Let Liam go first, as he's the trialist. So I was thinking about this. I think I've changed my answer a couple of times, but I'm going to go Utrecht. Okay. I've gone the same. I've gone here and been. It's Utrecht, Steve. I'm sorry to say, my friend. So it's one one zero. The trialist is on the board. Pitchy <laughs> is always there. 
Sorry, Liam. I'll call you Liam. I'll call you Liam. That's all right. The, the list family will be happy. So keep it going. <laughs> yes, yes, my friend. Indeed. Yeah, it's pre-season. It's still, you know, still early days. People are still getting called trialers. It's funny when you see, like, we were saying this last night, weren't we, Peachy, about, um, you know, there's always guaranteed one or two trialers at town back in the day. But now we don't need to because we're getting our business done. We're, you know, maybe under 23s, they'll have trialers. But I've been seeing, like, in League 2 clubs, even League 1 clubs, there is trialers in about on that. And I think there was one team the whole team was trialers, even the subs. Was it, just, no, just... was it Doncast? I think you said. Was it yeah, Donny? They, they had a load in, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they did. They did trialers A, trialers B. They did that instead of trialers <laughs> one, trialers two. They did the other way around. But there we go. So it's one one zero. Going into the next question and question two, and I think you're going to like this, Peachy. It's on Larson Torre. Yes. Remember Larson Torre? Uh, now, what shirt number did he wear during his time at town? Was it 34, 39, or forty four? Larson Torre. What oh, a, dear. All I'm saying is the corner. Yes, was that? the corner. <laughs> and the Doncaster game where he took his shirt off and chucked it in the crowd, but he didn't realise we had to play extra time. Oh, <laughs> only, got a contract, only got a contract because he was Kevin Brew's mate. <laughs> pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. Not, not, bad, not a bad way to get a professional contract in England with a you know championship club, just knowing a, another teammate pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but what shirt number? Of course, he did have a high shirt number because I think, yeah, what do you reckon then, boys? That's a clue, Liam. So I, <laughs> I've complete. This is complete. I've completely forgotten this one. So I've gone forty-four because it just seems really obscure. Yeah, that's my answer. C thirty-nine. I've gone thirty-four. We've Ooh. all gone different ones. I like that. I like that. And I have a feeling Peach was going to know this. So he has got it right. I just had that feeling. It is thirty-nine. So originally, I was going to put 39, but I changed my mind. I, I, was, I, had, I had 29 in my head for some reason before you give us the options. Okay. So I'm glad yeah. I went on there. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, wow. I should have done that. I should have done 29, <laughs> 39, then 49. That would have been a trick. I'll know that for next time. I'll trick you next time. Um, next question is on Gavin Williams. He celebrates his birthday this week. Um, happy birthday to the Welshman. Um, he scored on his town debut. Um, of course, originally joining on loan. Now, who's it against? Was it Reading? Coventry or QPR? And this was an away game. And if you want another clue, it was a draw. Um, I think he scored the opening goal in that game. Um, yeah, Peachy knows it. I think I do, yeah. I was at the game. Oh, there we go. Steve's nodding his head as well. Um, okay, then. What do you reckon? Liam, what do you reckon? I think I was at this game as well. And I'm probably going to shoot myself in the foot. I'm going to say QPR. Okay. Steve, I'm not. I'm oh, sorry. After you, Steve. I've gone QPR too. I think I might have shot this on the foot, but I'm sure it was Coventry. It is Coventry. Yeah. <laughs> it's Coventry. Peachy is just, he's bossing it. Um, and he has technically won now, going on to the fourth question. But this is the question is where you can get two points if you get it bang on. So, Liam, you're still in play here. Steve, carry on, mate. Add just it. play on. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but now, Peachy. If Liam gets it bang on, he gets two points, then we go to a tiebreaker. But if he doesn't, then you've won overall. But then, of course, we'll get to the tiebreaker and um, you, you can gamble and I'm sure you will do it. I'm a risk taker. I'm a risk taker. Yes. Indeed, my friend. Um, so another birthday this week is Paul Anderson. Um, of course, the man who scored the goal in the playoffs and um, had a very nice moustache once upon a time or the beard where he had made it blue and all that. Um, but how many goals did he score for town in 70 games? A tricky one. But can Liam get a bang on to take us to a very, very interesting tiebreaker? Um, but Steve, you can get a bang on as well, and you get two points. That'd be nice. You get, you can, you know, bring yourself back into it. 
that is not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's one of those, you know, 70 games. He wasn't prolific, was he? He scored a few goals here and there. I remember he scored an absolute cracking goal against Huddersfield. I think it was against Huddersfield, if I can remember. Yeah, he sort of cut in, didn't he? Yeah. It was. Yeah. Not, bad, not a bad finish. Um, always a nice man. He's a nice man. I think he's retired now from professional football. I don't think you could find another club. And I think he's now um, got, got into agency or something like that. But um, yeah, he was always a nice man. He um when um when we played them up the road in the playoffs and he scored some guys watched at home and punched a hole in his ceiling. Yeah, and he tweeted about he it and Paul and Paul Anderson paid for the repairs. Yeah, I like it. I like it. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Oh, brilliant story at the time. Yeah, early days of social media as well because that was 2015 and of course Twitter was you know was it's been a thing for a long time before that but I think that was like the the first year where Twitter was really becoming a thing. People were using it more. Um, definitely on the ITFC hashtag and stuff. Um, okay then. Liam, a chance here to take it to a tie break if you get it bang on. So, what do you reckon? no pressure here at all, guys. Uh, so, as I knew he wasn't prolific, like you said, I've gone for 18. Okay, I'm just gonna. I, I actually need to double check, actually. I haven't got it down right, written the answer. So, Peachy Steve, let me know yours so I can just quickly double check. I went six. I don't think he scored that many. Okay. Six. I've gone 10. Well, Liam hasn't got it bang on. And Peachy, you're so close. It's seven goals. Oh. <laughs> seven goals. Um, so Peachy does get a point. He gets he's, he's whitewashed you. Oh, I know actually Liam got a point actually. So um, but uh, Peachy's won got won it by four one zero. Uh we'll go to a tiebreaker because I did do the research for it. It is easy research to be fair. Some of these questions are. Um Peachy, you gonna gamble? Of course. Of course. Of course. course. Now, of course, the rule... Yes, very good. Um, Of course, the rule, as always, you have to get it bang on to take the crown off Peachy. So, Steve, you can play. Liam, you can play as well, of course. Um, And, of course, we're playing Millwall in pre-season on Saturday. And uh, the next question is, in 29 games at the Den, how many games did Town won there? So, how many games do you reckon won there? One that stands out at the Den was the Jordan Spence late winner. I think it was the late winner. Did he score the late winner? It was 4 3 1 it? Tuesday night. Yeah. Jordan Spence, also, you know. And also, was it 91 92? We were 2 0 down and won it 3 2. The season we got played at the Premier League. I could be wrong. But... I wasn't born, mate. I wasn't born. No, I, right. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't remember it because I had the video. Yes. Yeah. I remember um, Noel Hunt scored against him. I think when he signed permanently after that, lo- you know, that brief loan spell, of course, the and- late winner. And he. Yeah, Johnny Parr, Johnny Parr as Johnny well. Parr, Johnny Parr, Johnny I think one three 0 that day or something like that, or three one. That was a good day, very good day. Um, okay then, Peachy, let us know your your answer so we'll get to eleven. Okay, Steve, thirteen, thirteen, Liam, Four, fourteen, fourteen. Neither of you have got it bang on. So Peachy, you win overall. And the, the stats are as follows. So there's actually 14 defeats, seven draws, and eight wins. Hmm. Eight wins. That's not many, is it? No, hmm. not many at all. Of course, just at the den. I think overall, uh, I can't be asked to find the stats at <laughs> <laughs> Port Road. But uh, <laughs> it's too much. Um, but there we go. Um, Peachy, you've won, as always. A lovely speech from yourself. Well, again, it's, it's nice to win, you know. I don't really. No, I, I love. I love the strike. I do because I literally, 
anything I remember is about Ipswich Town. Like I've been, at, I was at school for what eleven years. Don't remember any of that. When it comes to like, oh yeah, that game, I remember that. I remember that squad now. But I remember this. Doesn't get you very far in life, but you know. <laughs> gets you to win the strike. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's uh, yeah, it's got me that's... this. You know, another thing I... I've got in the fr- another thing I've got in the fridge. Tell the wife she'll be so impressed. Yeah, she'll be so proud of me. <laughs> yeah. well, no, uh, gone. Little um, little fun story for the pod. Um, before we segue into the next feature, I did a pub quiz recently in one of the local pubs near me with good old Liam from Crew. And uh, Kieran Stanley, the women's teams, the media man, and there's 14 different teams. And um, can you guess where we finished? 13th. I've got a bit of faith in you. I've got faith in Liam. You didn't finish <laughs> last. Liam, what do you reckon? I'm going to say mid-table. I'm guessing because I don't think you finished last, but I think you did all right, respectable. No, we finished last. <laughs> we, finished last. We, uh, we we started strong. The first three questions were like, yeah, we know we're confident, but um, the rest of the time, yeah, we we had a bit, absolute mare. We we did have a music round and on the music man, but some of the questions were like, I have no idea these questions. And it was also like a it was like a question like ten questions on the weather, and he's like, hot. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just. Yeah, it's, it was just it was strange, but um, yeah, we, we finished last, but we're we're going to hopefully do it again later. I think it's next month, and uh, we're going to try our best to improve on that position because finishing last. But then I think the the age of the the pub was very different. There was a lot of um, old people there, so uh, yeah, it was one of those days. But um, it was always good fun. Always good fun to do quizzes. Um, but yeah, you need more general knowledge ideas. Because I'm the same with you, Peach. I know a lot of town, a lot of Itchers town stats and. Um, stuff, but uh, that does. I think there was only one interesting question that popped up, and it was something about in order who is missing. So John Duncan, John Lyle, um, George Burley. I, I, I don't know how it went, but it was something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't Mick, know how it went. Mick McGiven. Mick McGiven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All that. Yeah, I think so, pretty much. But there we go. Enough of that. Enough of that little little chat about um, the pub quiz I took part in with Liam and uh, Kieran, and we lost. Um, finishing like bottom. It is what it is. But let's talk about pre-match rituals, which was this is your idea, good old Peachy. So I'll start with yeah. you, my friend, with this. Oh, thanks. Um, because we're we're all now preparing for the real stuff. You know, of course, some of us have been able to go to preseason games and all that, but um, we can't wait for the real stuff on f- July thirtieth at Portman Road um, against Bolton. Uh, Peachy, what is your normal pre-match ritual to make sure we get a win, or just make sure you prepare yourself, get into the stadium? Um, well, literally, maybe on Saturdays, obviously, I get up, I'll either go for a, like a 5k run or just a walk, I'll then get back, I'll get changed, and then, someone like admit, I have to have a pre-match meal, and that pre-match meal has to be beans on toast. I've, there's a few times, years ago, when I was 16, I didn't do it, we lost, and ever since then, beans on toast. Even on a Tuesday night game, I take my beans and toast into work. Have it as my lunch. So it, it makes no difference at all. But yeah, anyway, so once I have my beans on toast, I drive into Ipswich, park up um, up near the YMCA Norwich Road area. And depending if it's an evening game, wander into the lovely Greyhound pub, have a few beers in there. Or normally Saturdays, we go straight to the Black Horse, a few beers, chats, laughs, and then tw- waddle off down to Portman Road. Hopefully see town win. Always go downstairs in the north stand and see my mates at half time to chew the fat. Normally swearing or saying this person's rubbish, the refs are complete, so and so. I hope someone sticks one on that player on the opposition side. 
And then obviously after the game, hopefully a little bit of game day. And then normally, I'll be honest, get a nice Indian takeaway. And that is my Saturday. Either drowning my sorrows or celebrating a win or just a mediocre draw. Which That's normally, fine. yeah. Which was a stand under Mick McCarthy, Paul Lambert, Paul Cook as well. And yeah, hopefully under McKenna. That is changing. Um, well, Liam, what is your pre-match ritual? What is your what is your day like? Sort of give us a scene of your day as a town fan. On the so day. I've got I've got a story and I'll give you my pre-match ritual as well. So normally um I head into Ipswich sort of lunchtime, head to Curve Bar, have a few drinks, and then go watch the game, but I don't have any post-match Indian takeaways. That, but that's pretty much my Saturday. Normally, sometimes go out afterwards and sort of, yeah, chew the fat of the game and celebrate that we win. But um, my story for you all that I think you'll appreciate is there was a night game last season. I can't remember who we played. And there was these guys on the train opposite. And I saw, and they had a framed picture of Sam Morsey on the train. And I was like, if you don't mind me asking, lads, like, why have you got this picture on the train of Sam Morsey. And they said, we sit in block M and every week we put a different player of M in the toilets. <laughs> and they've been doing this all season. And they said, like, everyone's clocked on, but no one knows it's these guys doing it. So I wanted to give those guys a shout out. I don't know if they listen or not, but I thought that was an incredible idea. And I want more sections of the stadium to do this now. Good amazing. Luck. Just quickly, good luck in block Q. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. Block it. Yeah. Yeah. Quinn, Quainer. Um, Just quickly, that, that is absolutely yeah. brilliant. I love yeah, that. Geez. That is fantastic. That is brilliant. Also, <laughs> let's, let's think of M's then. So they said M they players. had Morsey, Magilton. Who else did they say they had? Tommy Miller. Miller. Yeah. 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 Ian Marshall. Uh, yes. Alex Matthew. Andy Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. Mm, we're trying to get that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matthew. Mariner? Yeah. Mariner. Yeah. Mariner. Yeah. Milton. Mills. Nick yeah. Mills, of course. Nick yeah. yeah. Nick Mills. Yeah. There's a lot of M's actually. There's a lot of M's. That's maybe yeah. why they've been able to get been able to do this for a while because there's a, actually Paul, a decent amount of M's. Paul Mason. Oh yeah. yeah. Arnold yeah. Muren. Yes. Oh, so many now. Yeah. Mogger. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Daryl Murphy, of course. <laughs> Brian Murphy, the goalie. Solomon yeah. Milton. Um, there's a lot of M's actually. That's probably a good. That's a good section for them to get in because they, they can that's do loads. Got to be a big loo, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is a big loo. Yeah. David Cotton McGordrick. Murphy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, who else is there? Is that, oh, Chris Macon. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've said enough now, but um, yeah. that's a that's a great story, Liam. I, I thought you guys would appreciate. Oh that. no, I, th- no, I think that these guys should make themselves known. They really should. Yeah. I think it's yeah. brilliant. But the people in their block don't know they're doing it. They think someone in the club's just randomly doing it. They don't know it's them. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I think it's, it's getting it in, it's getting it in the ground as well. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Is it like Sorry? massive or is it? No, they're just sort of like a three, like really sort of small ones, oh, okay. and then they're just sticking them up around the toilets. Yeah. Genius. I need to find this. I need. I need to go into. Whereabouts in in the stadium is that? So I looked it up. It's what what used to be the Britannia stand upper. Yeah. So I've wanted to buy a ticket just for that stand, just to go to see the (laughs) toilet for no other reason. But normally I'm in the north stand. But yeah, yeah, I'm in block P for the South End game, so I'm going to take a wander down there at half time. Please (laughs) do. Peachy, I'll find you. (laughs) 
And well, that will be our mission is to find that <laughs> and we can let you know, Liam, and uh, see what player is there. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. That is that is amazing. And if, as you said, if anybody who is, those lads doing that, if you do listen to this, get in touch because we want to we speak about this. And yeah. they travel from London to every game as well, which I find that's, that's impressive as well. Like that. Yeah, that's that is good. Money. Fair play, fair play from them. Um, Steve, you, you're committed a boy as well, um, all the way in Devon. Um, what is your pre-match ritual? Of course, you can't go to every game and a lot of Portland Road games, but you do try your best. Um, so what do you normally do when you do actually go to a game or when you're watching or listening at home? Uh, it involves a long-ass drive, um, early hours. I usually, usually go up and back in a day, which is bonkers, really, but... Um, usually leave mine at about six in the morning, um, get up there for about lunchtime, usually have some lunch, go to the shop, buy something, watch the game, drive home for six hours in despair. Because um, every time I go, we, we lose. Although last time I went, we did win against Plymouth. So that was quite nice. Um, I remember more of my pre-match routine when I was a little kid, because my, um, my dad had, uh, his aunt and uncle lived in Leyston. So we used to go and spend summer in Leyston every uh, every year um it was always just around the end of the summer right at the start of the season or at the end uh, of, of the season so we drive into Ipswich um stop and have breakfast in a cafe on the way in to the ground um that was always quite nice a fry up um then we go in the shop and then my dad's aunt would buy me something in the shop um whatever that was a scarf or a shirt or something and then yeah just watch the match in the churchman's as it was then um obviously obviously the north stand so um yeah that was kind of my routine uh, when i was a kid but now it's just a long drive well the last time i went up i did stay in a hotel and i did go for a curry peachy um in uh in ipswich and it was good very very good can't remember the name of the curry house but it was good um went with a couple of mates from work so yeah that was that's kind of my routine just a long drive really yeah well, thankfully, thankfully, Steve, there is, of course, we have got Plymouth. So that is your, as you said, it's the, the Steve Wallace Derby. And you also got, you know, Bristol, Exeter, Exeter as well. Exeter are now, you know, up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, FGR. FGR, Forest Green, yeah. Rovers. Uh, Cheltenham, is Cheltenham that's doable, isn't it? Yeah, Cheltenham's doable, yeah. I missed yeah. Cheltenham last year. I can't remember what I was, I was away, I think, and I couldn't do it. But Two's a night yeah, as well, weren't it? Two's a night. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I did watch it, but um, on iFollow, but yeah, it wasn't, wasn't too great. I think that's the guy. Isn't that the game where they had their um their fullback with the long throws? Yeah. yeah. Then, he, then he signed for Wrexham a week later. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Could have timed it differently. Flashed yeah. the cash and got him in. But um, pretty much. So yeah, just a lot of driving normally. Um, so yeah, that's my routine. Indeed, and I salute you for doing it in a day because I, you know, that is just mental. I that get told just... off for doing it, but yeah, you know, of get home about one o'clock in the morning normally. So. so hopefully, hopefully that's one, one thing. That's one thing. I hope players understand that as well. There is fans like yourself who are traveling, you know, from London or anywhere, um, you know, take a lot of their day traveling, spending a lot of money. I hope some players do think of that sometimes think of fans like yourself who are traveling, you know, across the country just in, in a day as well. Um, because that is just bonkers. With, but it's great. It's great. It's how, you know, because you love the club that much, pretty much. Um, okay, then, boys. Let's talk about the season ahead. As we said, the countdown is on um, this time next week. We're getting ready for the big opening day. And um, it's going to be, could be a very packed Portman Road. 21,000, 22, 23, 24, 25. We, it's going to be amazing. A lovely day, I'm sure. 
Um, let's talk about League One as a whole then. Uh, some big teams in our division. I think it's going to be one of the open seasons ever. There's going to be, I don't think you can predict the, the league position. I don't think you can predict the teams getting relegated because I think it's just going to be so open. Um, so, Liam, as of this recording, what is your thoughts on Towns finish in League One? Um, obviously, this is our fourth year. Is this going to be the year? I'm trying not to get too carried away, but I want to be optimistic. I think I'm going to say we'll get top six. I'm not going to say whereabouts, but I think we'll be up there. But it's going to be so difficult, isn't it? Because of all the teams who've got relegated and you've got the teams that didn't go up and teams that have underperformed. And then I'm sure there'll be a team that will come out of nowhere that will suddenly decide and go on a run of 13 games like Blackpool did that year. So... Yeah, it's it's hard, it's so hard to predict. I've watched a lot of prediction videos for this in excitement of the season and everyone thinks Ipswich are going up. So, But we know what it's like, don't we? We've all been there before and we all know what happened. So, yeah, I'm really hoping this is our year this year. hope so too, mate. And as I said, I'm slapping anybody. If I see you in person, if you say it, 100 points, 100 goals, I'm going to slap not, you. Not going to say it. Don't worry. Okay, so I, I won't be slapping you, Liam, but I know there's going to be somebody. Someone will just do it as a joke, but there'll be some who... To be taking it seriously, of course, we want to see that, but um, I think yeah, we've got to keep us you know, keep a bit level head a little bit because we've known this league now, fourth year. Steve, what do you reckon? Liam thinks top six. Are you thinking the same? Of course, that should be the target, that should be the goal. What do you reckon? Well, I think from a points point of view, I think we'll be over 90, probably 100. Um, and if it's goals, probably similar, so maybe 100 points and 100. Goals? No, I'm joking. Um, we've got to get top six, haven't we? I mean, seriously, to. this League One just does, does my head in. I can't stand it. I just want to get out of it as quick as possible. We've been in it far too long. Um, I think if they can pull one more big signing out of the bag, uh, but we need, I still think we need a left back, um, a left wing back, and I also think we need a centre forward. If they can get that in before the transfer window finishes and they can get Selena thing done, um, I, I think comfortable top six. I can't see us getting automatic, um, not unless things really click. Um, but just let's just give ourselves something to look forward to at the end of the season. I just want to go to Wembley. I just want to have a playoff final at Wembley. I've been, I went to watch Plymouth there years and years ago with some mates um, from 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 work, and it was just a great day out. Um, Plymouth did go up, but it was it was just a good day. I just want something like that. Um, I think I'd probably prefer a playoff final than just going straight up. I mean, that's the sort of masochist kind of fan I am. But yeah, top six, don't care where in there, anywhere. Third to sixth, not a problem. Just get in the playoffs. Give me something to look forward to at the end of the season. Indeed. Um, I'm going to be a bit of a party pooper. I don't care if we finish seconds. I just want to get up. Um, yeah. Playoffs is a lottery. I'm the same, 100%. Yeah. I don't care how we get out this division. If it's the last day of the season at Wembley, I just want to be in Ipswich celebrating them getting out of that league in May. Yeah. That's all I want. Definitely, mate. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Like, as you said, a day, Steve. Like, we haven't gone to Wembley as a football club. We haven't gone to a new Wembley yet. So, of course, that will be a great day out. Um, hopefully, we could do it in the Pat Jones Trophy this year. Hopefully, we can, you know, do well in that this year. Uh, we could do that and maybe have two trips to Wembley. You never know. But um, the playoffs, you just never know. It's a lottery. But um, we can see. And, of course, our history shows it takes us a couple of years to... Uh, Winning the playoffs, you know, back in the 90s and also in the 2000s, you know, it took us two seasons and, yeah, we didn't do it again. Um, Peachy, then, you are a positive man. 
as always, always good to have positivity, of course. At the moment, the club is in a great place, some great things happening um, on the pitch, off the pitch and all that sort of stuff. But what do you think for this season? 99 points, 99 goals. Simple as that. No, um, again, oh, like the... <laughs> you said 100, not 99. No, like, I think, like the guys said, like, top six is the minimum, to be honest. A club of... Without being arrogant, I'm going to be. Club our size, we shouldn't be in League One, but we are here for the reason, the reason where we were all that in the past. That's why we're here. But I think you've got to look at the teams in this league now. We know, obviously, Sunderland went up, got rid of them, but like Sheffield Wednesday are making some brilliant signings, like they signed Backinson today. Um, you've got to look at Barnsley, always be there thereabouts. They, the one... they worry me. Yeah. yeah. Barnsley and Posh are the two that worry that's me. Because like, they just say... know how to get out of the division, don't they? Yeah. The one, that's, like, that's the one team no one has mentioned, like, and any, like, throughout the whole summer, not, you know, Ipswich fans, all fans, Peterborough. It's going under the radar. They'll, and they'll do their business because, to be fair to them, they finished their championship season quite well. As in, they because they got Grant McCann back, didn't they? They played better. But I, my heart says top two. I think we just, surely it's about time we deserve like a good, decent season. It's the last... way long overdue, isn't it? Massively overdue. Yeah. And I just, I just think everything's right at the club at the minute. Like everything, like even I watched that video the club put out with a, the analysis guy, like they've got drones, like watching us train and like showing set piece. I mean, we scored from a set piece for crying out loud against Palace. You know, things are definitely on the up. But no, I just, I just feel like we're due a season where like everything's going to be great. Brilliant. What I don't want is if, say, if we don't beat Bolton on the opening day of the season, the usual doom gloom has got, oh, shit, season's over. Might as not bother. You know, it's a long season. But I just, I just feel it's, it's time we just had a bloody good season. We deserve. We deserve it as fans because of the dross we've been through in the past 10 years, you could say. Yeah. And that's nothing against like, the players who've been previously at the club. Yeah, I just if not, I'll, I'm done. I just can't. can't be, no, I'm, I'm, never, I'm never done. I just, yeah, at least playoffs at least. And a Papa John's trophy final slash win. Yeah, mate. Yeah, and as, as the phrase is, Mark Ashton's our time and all that. Our time. Uh, our time, yeah. <laughs> Which is just uh, that brilliant, that clip. If you've seen that clip on Twitter, it's, it's brilliant. It's just, yeah. If, it, if, it we makes to Wembley, if we get to Wembley, whether it's in the, you know... When? When? Three, when, three, when? When we get to Wembley, Steve. When we get to Wembley, <laughs> from, from the three cheese and tomato pizza cup or playoffs, can, can we replicate what Liam's... Um, people have done with the toilets. Can we just put pictures of Ipswich players up in every toilet? That'd be, that'd be amazing. We could all take photos of our best player and just stick them up around in, in all the toilets yeah. on the back of each door. As you're, having, as, you're, as you're sitting on the throne, you could have a picture of, you know, Ladapo on the back. That'd be, that'd be quality. <laughs> I did not expect this podcast to end like that, um, but that's brilliant. But I do love that story. As I said, if you are those two blokes and uh, if you listen to this podcast, please get into contact because that is just unbelievable. Um, and I'm sure there's many, I'm sure a lot of people have different pre-match ritual. They do different things when they go to ground. Or they, they put a sticker somewhere. They do stuff. Because once again, Itchford Town is, is, we are big because that's times I see different stickers around the country, around the world. It's just, it's mad to see all these different stickers. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Blue Action is going to do this year with all the with flags and all the displays. I'm sure they're going to do some incredible stuff. Definitely on the first day of the season, Saturday against Bolton in the sunshine, a Pat Point Road out is going to be exciting. I uh, can't wait for it. Uh, of course, we've got two more 
friendlies to play. We've got Millwall at the Den this Saturday. Um, good old Bartos Boyakovsky will be taking on um, us. And of course, Southend, the final preseason game before the big day. Um, of course, the open day is on Monday as well. Um, so hopefully everyone enjoys themselves there going to that. Um, Liam, any other business, my friends? Um, we've got two more friendlies to go. What would you like to see from them? It's what Steve said, really. I think left-back striker, potentially Selena. But, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. I think there will be another player coming in at least. I don't think this is going to be the end of our business between now and Bolton. No, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure who, but but as you said at the start, I'm sure Ashton and McKenna are working every hour under the sun just to bring someone in. So, yeah, I think it will happen. Like, for example with the last transfer coming in at 11 o'clock. Like, no one expected that, did they? So, no. yeah, I think something will happen. Fingers crossed. Well, the, the big thing is, you know, as I said, you would kick off the 30th of July. There's going to be a month left of the window. Um, of course, ideally, McKenna has been wanting to get these signings done and dusted so they can be, they've had a proper pre-season this year. Um, but it's always standard. You do still sign one or two players in August and stuff like that. And they'll still, they'll bed in time because I'm sure they've been doing their own pre-season at their current club anyway. So it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, we shall see if there'll be more signings. Uh, Steve, over to you, my friend. Any other business you want to add? No, uh, not really. Just get these last two friendlies out of the way. I would I would quite like to see him. I mean, I don't think we've seen his first team play yet. Um, I think the, the match at the weekend, the second one um, against Wimbledon was probably as close as we're going to see so far. Um, there were, uh, Wes wasn't in the team. Um as you've probably listened to previous pods when I've been on, Wes is probably my favourite player at the club. I love him. I think he's amazing. Um, but he wasn't playing, uh, or a Luco, because uh, he played against Palace and did score a very good goal. Um, so getting those two games with as much much of the first team on the pitch for as much of that game as possible would be good. Because I think the pre-season so far has been slightly underwhelming. Um, we've had you know, a good win. Uh, against Wimbledon and then we played higher quality opposition and that's kind of been caught out there uh, in those games but apart from the Needham Market game which was going to happen anyway but yeah just hopefully he plays the first team as close as possible and we get that striker in I think if we get the striker in I'll be looking forward to to Saturday really looking forward to Saturday I think it's gonna be a sellout isn't it I think Bolton have sold out their whole allocation already so um should be should be a good crowd should be a good one. And Bolton, they're going to be up there as well, I think, this year. They've made some good recruitment. And, of course, you know, this is their second season back in League One, so I'm sure they're going to be up there as well. So it's going to be an interesting battle. Um, Peachy, over to you, my friend. Always a pleasure. Any other business? Um, yeah, regarding the two friendlies coming up, I think the Millwall game will be probably the closest to the start 11 to next Saturday. And then, I could be totally wrong here, then the South End game will be mainly players who need a few more minutes. That's what I, but who knows? He might like play the first team more against Southend to get no respect to Southend, but should be should be a win, give it a confidence. But who knows? Like friendlies, yeah, they're always they're friendlies, aren't they? It's all about just getting the team in shape, getting people fit, try and get all the mistakes out if you can. <clears throat> the real business starts on the thirtieth against Bolton, and that's just going to be Portman Road will be electric that day. Nice hot day, like I say, sold out away, and always it always helps. I like. A sold out away end because it always helps the atmosphere, Portman Road. Like, no respect when you get like teams, Fleetwood and crew were coming down. There's like a few hundred, you know, fair play to them fans who travel. I've got nothing but respect for them, but the atmosphere is good at Portman Road. But when there's a full away end, it's 
always like Portsmouth, Cambridge, Plymouth brought quite a lot, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, lots. So, so it's, yeah, I'm just I'm just looking forward to it now. Finally, my Saturdays are back to normal, not being dragged shopping and going other places. We we have had the benefit of the women's Euros, though, don't we? Which, oh yes, yes. Which has been like amazing. Um, I watched that game yesterday. Just when <laughs> Stanway scored, I was off my chair. I was an absolute screamer. Um, so we've still got that till you know for another week or so, hopefully. Yeah, I think uh, or, I think the final is um after the Bolton game. I think it's the, the final on Sunday, and I'm yeah. The final is on Sunday. If we get to that, I'm on a bloody boat. Oh, for France! Oh, I'm not even going to get to see it. Oh, yeah, you can watch. You know, don't, don't look at the scoreline and watch it on on the replay. But I don't know. You, you, you'll find it. You, you'll see the scoreline anyway. The semi-finals Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, eight o'clock. Yes. So, yeah, I'll, I'll miss that unfortunately. I'll be watching yeah. Ipswich South End, but hey, I don't mind that. I'm going to look for pictures in the toilets. That's what I'm doing. Yes, yes, <laughs> mate. Yes, that is uh yeah. I don't know. That should be the title of the podcast today. Is like, yeah. Are you are you the blokes who puts? You know, <laughs> that is just brilliant. Um, well, Liam, we've got to make a decision. You were trialist this week. I think a full time contract is going to come your way. It's been a great debut from yourself. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, final word from yourself. Yeah, really appreciate me having me on, and I'm pleased I did the list family. Um, some pleasure, but yeah, thanks having me on. It'd be great to be back on during the season when we obviously get promoted. So it'd be great. Yes, my friend, it's it's great. Um, Steve Peachy, final words. Uh, well, I'll go first. Um, hope you enjoy the game on Tuesday, Peachy. Um, hopefully, catch you guys at the first home game I can get to. I'm not sure which one it is, but um, when you get to the game. Good to see the lads play, cheer them on. Um, but yeah, it'd be good to be like Liam on this again at some point during the season, talking all things town. Always enjoy it, it's a good laugh. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I say, it's been lovely, nearly hours chatting again at Ipswich Town. That's what I love chatting about. You ask any of my family or my wife, that's all I talk about. Sad little man, but hey. But no, I agree. Like, but Ross said at the start, just if you want to get involved, get involved. Like, I think it was. The yeah, Doncaster game, sort of Ross approached me and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And ever since I've been welcoming to the KOA army slash family. And like, if you want to say play football on Tuesday night, I highly recommend it. Highly Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. Sorry. We played the first game on a Tuesday night, didn't we? Yes. Uh, other yeah. nights are available. The other nights are available. <laughs> Wednesday make, is the key one, though, at the moment. I was making sure Ross was listening. That's what I was making sure. Yeah, that's true. I was like, oh, here we go again. He's gone on a yeah. tangent. But no, <laughs> but no, no it's, it's, if you want to get involved, it's well worth it. It's such a laugh. And then obviously a little trip to a public house afterwards always helps relax the muscles. That's all I'm Indeed. saying. Definitely, my friend. Yeah, if you want to get involved on the podcast or five aside, let me know at Ross Media UK. Always good to get you guys involved. Um, thanks once again, Liam, Steve, Peachy. Um, of course, let us know your thoughts on all things town. Um, of course, we are proudly sponsored by Manscaped. Use the code uh, KOA to get 20% off and free delivery at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you and all that sort of stuff. Um, the main boys, the main podcast will be back next week to do a massive preview ahead of the season. Uh, naming our contenders for the player of the year and all that sort of stuff. Um, different other preview stuff we'll always do on the main podcast. Um, and yeah, bring it on for this season. Uh, thanks again for listening. And make sure to subscribe, like, review, all that sort of stuff. Um, bye-bye for now. From true crime to football, Brexit to baseball. more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.
Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.